All right. In conversation with official Sheldon Penner. Sheldon, we'll start with uh, what year you started as an official in hockey. Well, my current stint was in 1998, but I did officiate when I was playing minor hockey. Uh, I was 14, 15, 16 years old. I quit because I started playing AAA midget and then time didn't allow me to officiate anymore. But uh, 1998 would be my current start of this, this goal here. All right, so take us through why you wanted to be an official in the first place. Okay, I'll be uh, blunt. I was a uh, aggressive, win-at-all-cost kind of player. And when my junior career ended, I didn't like who I was as a player. So I, I quit the game of hockey as a player. Took a few years off, got my head right. Love the game of hockey very much. I just, it, it's, it's, I bleed hockey. I was born with skates on. I, I love, love the game. Where else could I compete besides a player as being an official? Because as an official, we compete for those game sevens, those championships. I could still work the level of hockey I wanted to at a high level and still compete because I'm a competitor. So as you, you start getting into officiating, how, how long did it take for you to wrap your mind around going from player to then being the official who's enforcing the rules of the game? It didn't take me long. Like I had done it when I was a child, and I, I am a rules follower. Uh, if you ask my children or people around me, I, I uh, yeah, I like the, I like the rules. Um, because I wasn't playing any longer, it didn't take me long to, to settle into officiating. I, I, uh, I was experienced, high level of play. Like I, I did some games in the MJHL when I was, you know, in 1991, 92. I played for Winkler and Selkirk for a bit. So I knew the game of hockey. I was uh, a decent hockey player. So the level of hockey didn't intimidate me. It was just learning the rules and learning to be where I needed to be and, and see what I had to see. So take us through what it's like to, to feel the game. Because often <laughs> officials, there's a, there's a tempo, there's a, there's a level of control, but through understanding uh, the, the side of the players. So take us through what it's like as an, as an official to feel the game as it's going on. You know, that's, that's a great point. There, there's, there's more to refing than the rules. Um, it is a very emotional game. Uh, as the games get more intense, more serious after Christmas, playoff time, um, there's definitely an emotion that is involved. I, I try to remove myself personally from any kind of emotions towards me, directed towards me, because I was that kind of player. Too. I, I, I was emotional, and I did show myself in poor situations towards the officiating when I was playing. Um, yeah, it, it, it's, uh, how can I say this? Yeah, it's, it's, the rules aren't black and white. A lot of people think a trip is a trip, but, you know, sometimes it's a stumble. It's not a trip. Uh, you know, there's a stick in the foot playing a puck. It's not, he's not tripping the player. We, we do look at intent more often than what the infraction is. Um, to me, it's not the result of what happened, it's, it's why it happened potentially and, and what was the, uh, the meaning behind the, the initial play that caused the infraction at times, I guess. You know, and as fans, we appreciate how much faster the game has gotten. We appreciate the level of skill that is now in the game. But as officials, do you, do you think people understand just how fast things are moving on the ice compared to what they're maybe seeing in the stands? Absolutely not. And, and that is one thing I've also taken quite seriously over the years. I, I may not look like the most fit person, but 
you know, I'm 50 years old this year. I've been working in the league for, I think this is my 22nd year. The kids aren't getting any older. They're 16 to 20 years old. Every year I'm getting older, and they don't seem to get any older in this league. So um, the, the play is moving very quickly towards you and away from you at, at times. And, yeah, it, it, it's way quicker than what you, what you see in, in, the, in the stands. I, I, it's, I wish someone would come out in the ice just to skate with, to see the, the speed of the players nowadays. Like any normal fan just going for a pleasure skate with some of these pistons would be surprised how, how fast they move on the ice. And there's so much going on. You're worried about yeah. getting involved in the play because that's something that I know officials take a lot of pride in is not having, you know, anything to hit them, whether it be a player or a puck. It's, there's a lot moving on. Your head's on a swivel constantly, and it's you don't get a break. You don't get to go to the bench. You're on the ice for 60 minutes. Yes, we are, yeah. Uh, you know, during stoppages, we're, we're more visualizing, like seeing what's going on. We do get the break. You know, not from the stride. We get to stand around and watch a bit, but we're still working because lots of stuff happens between the whistles that, you know, we need to uh, be aware of as well. Um, Yeah, it does move fast for sure. You know, you talk about your love of hockey and, and, uh, you know, your passion for the game as you were growing up. You know, it's oftentimes you can feel like you're on an island, but you have three other guys with you on the ice. What's it been like to develop a team in that sense and work with a group of guys on different nights and, and know that you're in it kind of together? Yeah, and that's that's a good point. A lot of people don't understand that as officials, we, we are a third team. Um, as much as we, you know, we're there to do a job, but we are also encouraging and pushing each other hard. I want to get the game seven of a, of a playoff series, but I, because I deserve it, and I've been pushed to get there, and guys have helped me get there. I'm learning every game. I've done this, like I say, this is my 25th season, I think, on the ice. I'm, I'm trying to learn every single night what I can do differently, where I could have been, what I could have seen. I, I'm a, I'm a self analyst for sure. After the game, I, I, you know, I don't always see the good things I've done. I see everything I haven't done well every night. That's that's just how I am. Sheldon, uh, one of the great parts of being closer to the game is seeing the communication between officials and coaches and officials and players. Uh, just take us through, because like you said, it can get heated. But in those moments where you can have a conversation with players, how has that kind of helped officiating or, or helped players as the years have gone on? Not taking it personally. I, I, it's hard to, you know, imagine me being a 13-year-old kid refing again because coaches are always adults, and, and it's not like they're personally throwing shots at you, but they, they're an adult and they're wanting what's best for their team. So there's, there's never a situation, and I'll say a win situation for an official, because you have, you have the home team and you have the visiting team, and they both want what's best for themselves, and they don't see the game the way a referee does. We see it a third way. We just want it to be played safely as, as it can be and, and as fairly as we can be. So, you know, whether they think it's an infraction or not, that, that, that doesn't matter to us. We just try to keep the players safe and we want it to be done fairly. Sheldon, I know you've done a lot of games in the MJHL and I've been lucky enough to, to you know, be at a bird's eye view. I know you've shared laughs with players and coaches. So when you get to have those kind of smiles and have that kind of connection with players from across the province and across the league, uh, just what does that mean to you as someone who's a well-respected official at this level? Yeah, like, I, I enjoy the banter. Um, you know, it's one reason why I keep coming back. If I was just there to call the rules, you know, that, that can get pretty boring. But, you know, there's lots of individuals out there, lots of characters. Um, you know, goalies are weird quite often, and some of them won't talk to you at all, and some of them want to talk to you. They want to talk to you every whistle, and it gets annoying. But, hey, I, I, you know, if they got something good to say, I'm always there to listen, especially if I'm within earshot. Um, 
yeah, uh, you know, if you if you burn me with a good one-liner, I just laugh. It's awesome. I, I like that. Sheldon, uh, another part of the officiating game that maybe fans don't understand is uh, you have full-time jobs on top of doing games in the evening. So, you know, you're not getting rich M- uh, refereeing the MJHL, and you do spend weekends traveling. Uh, just take us through, uh, you know, that side of the game and maybe uh, a great ga- give us a, a greater appreciation of the dedication that officials have. Yeah, we, we put lots of miles on. I don't, there was one year I put on 70,000 kilometers on my Camry and that was, it was a, it was a 12 month period, but you know, eight of those was hockey. And you know, when I started in the MGHL, there was no team in Steinbeck. There were three teams in Winnipeg, Selkirk, Winkler. You know, my closest rink was Winnipeg. I, I would do, you know, five, six games every week traveling to Winnipeg. If I'd go past Winnipeg, I'd jump in the car with some, with a guy sometimes, or I'd drive myself, um, yeah, we don't, we don't have a bus. We, you know, we don't, uh, you know, driving on a bus isn't, you know, glamorous necessarily, but we get to get there on our own. So if I'm doing a game in Dauphin, I'm driving out to Dauphin by myself, you know, or, or with other guys, but we're still driving. We, we got to get there on our own. We're not, you know, we're not just sitting in a bus relaxing. We're, you know, and we, we fly right home right after the game. Like I, I go to Dauphin on a, on a Wednesday. I'm at work at uh, six o'clock on Thursday morning and I'll be getting home at 2 a.m. So uh, yeah, we, we put on some miles. Sheldon, uh, you know, you, you mentioned how the league has grown so much in your time as an official. Uh, what's it been like to stand back and see, you know, the league start to thrive and, you know, now at 13 teams and have so many great Manitoba players that have gone on to do amazing things, both in the hockey and the officiating side. I think of guys like Corey Coop, who was part of this league and has gone on, and Taylor Friesen, of course, uh, is, is a player that uh, is turned into official. What's it been like to see the MJHL grow uh, from, from your point of view? It's been good. Like I, I, I refed when, <laughs> when uh, Coop played goal here. I refed when Taylor was here and also in Portage. Um, it, it was. Uh, it, it's good to see those guys move on, whether it's playing or, I guess, in this case, they're they're both refing. But no, it, it, it's it's great. I, I love to see guys getting chances at NCAA scholarships, moving on, playing in the North in the uh, USHL, like some guys did this year. Like it, it's, you know, I see them at 16, sometimes 15, 17, and then away they go, which is great. You follow them up a little bit. You know, there's guys that played here in Pistons that went on to play with, you know, in the NHL with uh, Cole there. And, you know, you watch them go through UND. And, and yeah, it, it's it's great. I love the development part of the MJHL. Do you think the league is doing enough to develop officials and get them to, to where they maybe want to go, whether it is, you know, the next level, university, or even, uh, you know, pro? Yes, they, they, we we are doing well. Um, Hockey Manitoba is maybe a bit of a stumbling block there. A lot of the financing goes to developing of players, and I think that's countrywide. It's not just in Hockey Manitoba, but you know, with my experience over the years, it, it, the money seems to be funneled towards player development and not as much to officials. It's changing. We we are pushing hard for that. Um, we've done some initiating this year, of, in, even in the MJHL, with uh, you know, with our. Our Twitter account, we're, we're, you know, naming our officials before the season started. We're giving the crews who's working every game, every, every, in every rink, every night. You know, we're, we're starting to promote more officiating. Uh, we're getting lots of people from the Eastman area moving up. I say Eastman because that's where I'm from. I grew up here. I started here. You know, I love seeing Eastman officials moving up. The tournament's always good for that, too. As, as much as we're showcasing the, the players, we're also giving all the young officials a chance to work those games. It's great to see some more officials moving up through 
through the province. Yeah. No, you're working with a former MJHLer. Uh, you know, ironically, in the, in this last game with Steinbeck, you're you're working with uh, Carson Tita, who used to be a Winnipeg Blue, I believe. Uh, what's it like to see you know former players getting into the officiating side? And would you encourage young minor hockey players to you know work as an official on the side as a benefit to you know both themselves and to the officiating profession overall? Yeah, like if if you know the game of hockey and you love the game of hockey as a player, it, it is uh, it's an easy transition to become a, an official. Uh, your positioning is different, but as a player, you should know the rules. If you're going to argue at the officiating, you should know the rules when you're playing. And quite often, if you're a good hockey player, you're a decent skater. And if you can skate well and you and you know the rules, you can probably rep a decent hockey game. Sheldon, uh, you know you are from Steinbach, so it's. Uh... It's an opportunity for your family to come and support you when you are officiating. And I know uh, you have some people who are diehard Pistons fans that love to come out to games, but your dad is a volunteer security guard, so he's at games. Uh, just What's it like to have support from the crowd like so few officials seemingly get these days? Yeah, it is good. Like I, you know, I talk a lot of hockey outside of the rink because people stop me on the street. I know a lot of people. Um, you know, My children have gone through the minor hockey program. I, I know a lot of hockey people in, in, in Steinbeck, not just Steinbeck. I can go to most rinks. You know, I go to Winkler. I can talk to people there that I've been, you know, refing for years. They come and talk to me. They hunt me down. I, lots of rinks that I've been to many times. Well, I'll know somebody and they'll come, they'll come search me out. People that lived in Steinbeck, you know, move out to St. Rose and then they'll come to a game in Dauphin and they'll come knock on the referee room door. Hey, Sheldon, haven't seen you for a while. It, it's, it's a small community hockey and it's, it's a close knit community. You know, I, I know a couple NHL officials and, you know, if I would go to any NHL city, I could probably have a place to stay free of charge just by the community that you get to know with the game of hockey. Sheldon, uh, do you think that there is a separation between Sheldon Penner, the official, and Sheldon Penner, the person, and Steinbach supporters specifically, because this is where you live, understand that and they, they can check that kind of at the arena door? Yes, I, I, I believe it is. When, when the Pistons first moved here... Um, it was the game of, of MGHL was new to the community. Uh, we are very passionate fans here. Um, you know, and like I say, I, I don't see the game the way a fan does. I see it as an official, and it, it doesn't matter to me win or lose. I, I don't, it doesn't matter to me what color is winning or losing. I, I'm just there to call a safe game and to make it as fair as possible. Yeah, I'm going to make some mistakes because I'm right in the thick of it, and, you know, I don't always see everything. It, it's With the four-man system now, it's gotten a little easier to catch more of the stuff that goes on behind the play but you know we we go with the odds and if if there's eight players in front of me and two behind me well the two behind me aren't as important and I I may miss something back there over the years and you know some people would call me out on it you know just not not in anger but you know hey yeah you missed that call back there the other night and you know how'd you do that I'm like I'm not always looking everywhere I'm trying but I'm only one person I follow the play the best I can you get to know the hot spots you get to know the players that you need to watch and, and we don't pick on those players, but we just, we're aware. When they're on the ice, we're aware. And you can talk to any official. We all know who the guys are that we have to be aware of. It, it's, it's not a, like I say, we're not picking on them. We just know where they are. That's all. Sheldon, um, just speak to, uh, to the growth of the game itself. Have you liked the way the game has gone? Uh, you know, you think back to how it was in 1998, how drastically different it is. And from an official's point of view, it's almost like you're enforcing new rules every single year, and it takes a lot of time and sometimes a lot of emotions to get through those adjustments. Uh, have you liked the way the game has changed over the years to where we've gotten to? I like the skill of the players being emphasized now more than it was 
when I first broke into the officiating rules or the officiating world. But the the, the respect level, I think, player on player has has deteriorated over the years. There's you know more equipment, bigger equipment. They feel a little more invincible. Um, yeah, I, I don't know. I, I don't mind calling a penalty, but if if I know that there's you know quote unquote a tough guy out there that's going to help me take care of something that shouldn't have happened. It, you know, there's more respect back then, knowing that if you did something questionable, you would have to step up, and and now it's just on the officials to call it. Like, and and if we don't call it, then it just it gets worse. Like, we need to we need to clamp down on it, and we are we're we're clamping down on it the best we can. But there used to be a little more respect amongst player to player because you know you knew if you did something questionable, you were going to have to step up, and if it wasn't always a fight, but you knew you were going to have to step up somehow, and. and you know, uh, we try to call the penalties, but we don't always get them. And, and you know, self-policing did help. But like I say, we, we, we're all up to the, ta- the challenge and the task of doing it now. It's definitely faster and more skilled. So, you know, we just adjusted our, our standard. Sheldon, last two for you. Um, I think one of the, the the most respectful things you can say to an official is that you control the game, is that you you, you really have a grasp of, of each game that you referee. Uh, so as you've gotten more experience, and is that something that you value more, is that you can control a game, and that's what you can help teach younger officials as well that are coming up, just how to keep it from, from lack of a better term, becoming a circus and just keeping control of your emotions and then therefore the emotions of the teams? Yeah, yeah, I guess that's for sure. Um, having played the game emotionally, and I've been around a long time now for, for officiating, um, like I said earlier, there's more to a, a penalty than a, It's not always black and white. And, and if you can control the emotions, and, you know, people think a, a penalty is a penalty, but quite often a non-penalty is, is, is better. A non-call is, is better for a game than, than calling everything that, that you potentially might think is a penalty. Keep the flow going. You know, games that are maybe a little bit lopsided, you know, there's no point in keep throwing penalties at a team that's losing or winning. Frustrations, they get worse. Um, yeah, lots of lots of feel. I, I think I handle a game pretty good for the most part or with all my experience. Um, people may differ with, from me. And, 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 you know, whatever. We have bad nights too. We're human. We sometimes show up at the rink. Not always in the right frame of mind. You know, had a bad day at work, whatever. I hit a deer. I, things happen. Life, life happens. We are human as well. So we're not always going to have our best night. We try, but we're not always going to have our best nights. Sheldon, uh, you know, you, you've been doing this now since 1998, and, and you're in great shape. You're in great mental shape. You know, you're feeling good. You've become a leader to the Manitoba Junior Hockey League officials now because of all your experience. Are you still having fun, and do you, can you see yourself doing this for a few more years, uh, you know, in and around the province of Manitoba? Yes, and, and that's the thing. I, I'm actually having more fun. You know, if, if you were to ask me seven, eight years ago, I was in a bit of a struggle. I was, I was... I was still enjoying it, but it was it was harder to get to the rink. You know, I, I'm really enjoying it again. I, I look forward to, you know, August when I can start skating again and, and start officiating. Um, yeah, I, I really enjoy it. Um, as far as a few more years, um, with this uh, new rink on the horizon, I would love to work a few games in that arena. Um, you know, it's there's like I've worked a bunch of games in Dauphin when they got their new rink, and, and Portage was a nice facility when they built theirs. I can see Steinbeck being very comparable as far as just a new building to work in. Um, you know, my son grew up with me officiating, and I love the opportunity to work with him as well. 
lots of other younger kids in the, in the, in the, in the community that my kids have played with or, or against. You start working with them on the ice. It, it, it's, I am getting older, but I still think I bring a youthful attitude to the games when I show up. I'm, I'm having fun. I'm smiling. I believe firmly that you can do a great job and still have fun on the ice, which sometimes you see me laughing on the ice. You don't think I'm taking it serious. I'm just having fun. I'm really enjoying myself again. Sheldon, uh, we'll wrap up with this, and, and it's a player that I, sorry, it's a question I usually ask players. Uh, but you know, the officials, like you said, are a team, and you've got to work with a good friend of yours, Travis Platt, a, a number of times, and you've studied by each other at the Red Line for O Canada's, and and through big experiences and through big games for for you and, and Trennis. Uh, have you ever taken a moment to just kind of sit back and appreciate kind of what you two have been through, coming from the southeast to to be able to work together for as long as you guys have together? Have you taken some time to appreciate? those moments yeah for sure Trennis and I have been doing more and more of that in the last few years like I I couldn't tell you how many miles we put together uh put on the road together me and him like we've we traveled even before the MGHL was here you know we worked the AAA midget loop we, tra- we worked the senior loop we have traveled many many miles together in that car um you know good talks before and even better talks after the games on the way home um yeah that it's we we've Done lots of reminiscing over the last couple summers here, and you know, hey, are we coming back? Yeah, we're coming back. You know, it's as long as they want us to co- keep coming back. I think we're both willing to do it. Genesis um, is a machine; he's always in great shape. I work a little harder than he does at getting in shape, but hey, we we both seem to get to the ice in September looking pretty good. So, Sheldon, congratulations on twenty-two wonderful years, and looking forward to a whole lot more. Thank you for doing this, and and much appreciate all that uh, that you do and and do for the game of hockey. Thank you.